From the galaxy interiors, this is the Nerd Holocron. Sadly, Stephen and Adrian passed away over the summer holidays, so instead we got Adrian and Stephen to take their place. Uh, welcome to the show, Stephen. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm a loser virgin. Whoa, My name whoa, is Steven. what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, so this is episode 90, if you can believe it. Damn. I know, fucking crazy. And uh, we're going to be talking about Robin. Who is he? Who are they? What do they do? What are they like? Robin, I barely know her. Yeah? Yeah. They're more than just orphans. Yes. Some of them aren't even orphans. Anyway. I think most of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Steven did research on most of them, and I did re- half-ass research <laughs> on two of them. So uh, We're all our own type of nerd, all right? True. Uh, basically, we're just going to give a brief history on each Robin, yes. and then we're going to rank them. Yes. Uh, so go ahead. All right. So start us to off. start off, number one, numero uno Robino is... None other than Dick Grayson, Richard Grayson, who first appeared in Batman number 38 of April 1940. I read that comic, actually. And uh, he becomes Robin after witnessing the death of his parents during their famous circus act, the Flying Graysons. Uh, They're murdered by a mob boss named Tony Zuko, after he threatens them to like try to extort money or something from them, and they're like, Get the fuck out of here, bro. We're fucking ripped, and we got a kid, like, fuck. Yeah, we're the flying Graysons, bitch. Yeah, he's like, Oh, we better be fucking flying tonight if you don't watch your back. So, yeah. And, uh, let's see. After their death, um, Dick was put up in the foster care system, and then eventually Bruce Wayne came, he adopted him, and he's like, I'm going to take you in as my ward. And then he takes him to the mansion, and he's like, I got a secret I need to tell you. And Dick's like, whoa, just because I have this name doesn't mean I'm down for some weird shit. And then Bruce is like, whoa, no, 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 I'm Batman. So, uh, together, they, uh, become Batman and Robin, and he's able to bring his parents' murderer to justice, and in Bruce's eyes, he takes Robin under his wing and, like, lets him become that hero, so that way he doesn't become the same kind of hero that he is, Batman. He wants him to live in the light and not be scarred forever by the the murder of his parents. Honestly, that's very noble of Mr. Wayne. Yeah, right? Does Dick take it that way? Not really. They Uh, do have some friction. Uh, It gets worse. Yeah. The dick jokes get worse? The dick jokes, yeah. No, (laughs) but Robin and uh, Batman definitely have some friction. Mm. He's also served as the leader of the Teen Titans, and he later on becomes his own hero, Nightwing. And he chose the name Robin originally after... The hero Robin Hood from the classic fairy tale stories. That's why he's dressed like a fucking nerd. <laughs> Whoa. And then later on, when he is in the Teen Titans, he takes a break and he's trying to decide if he wants to stay be, being a hero. And he knows that he can't give up his life of crime fighting, but he knows he can't also do it as 
Robin anymore, and he discusses it with none other than Superman, one of the greatest superheroes of all time. And he tells him the legend of a hero on his world of Krypton known as Nightwing. And uh, he decides to adopt that as his name, changes his costume, grows out a mullet, bangs Starfire a few more times, and uh, becomes a full-fledged solo hero. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, that's bad in for him. Next. Next is none other than Jason Todd. Jason Todd would be... like me some Jason Todd. Who doesn't, well, right? I like Jason Todd as uh, the Red Hood, not as Robin. Really? Yeah, he was not a crowd favorite at all. That's why he's... That's why he was murdered. Ugh. So brutally, too. Was in Batman 357. I know, right? Murdered by a crowbar and blown up. I beat the death by a crowbar and then blown up. Uh, like you said, he was not well received by the fans, and he was decided that he would be killed by the Joker in a telephone poll in 1988 in the Batman Death in the Family, with a vote of 5,343 to 5,271. Yes, that's. I know it's a pretty close call. But you know what, though, even I feel like I don't know how to explain. It. Like his death, people not liking him, actually turned him into a better character. I know, right? It's fucking nuts. The one time they listened to the fans. Uh, in two thousand and five, he was brought back to life with the Lazarus Pit and became the anti-hero Red Hood with his first official miniseries that lined up with the release of 2010's Batman Under the Red Hood. Yes. Uh, Jason's first first came across Batman when he was trying to steal the wheels off the Batmobile because his mom was a drug addict and the way she paid for her drugs was stealing parts off of luxury cars that you taught that to Jason. He saw the Batmobile and he's like, oh, I can get tons of money if I steal the fucking wheels on the Batmobile. Uh, it just so happened that Batman had put the hubcaps on there because he just put new tires on recently. And he came across them stealing like the second or third wheel after he had already taken one off. And he was impressed with that. So he looks into his background, finds out that he is a troubled youth. His father was murdered. He was like a low-level criminal. And uh, oh yeah, soon after his mom also dies, he gets put in foster care. So Batman once again takes him under his wing, and he helps him take down a uh, gang of thieves that was running the orphanage. Yeah. Damn, son. I know. Uh, he lacked the acrobatic and natural skills that the first Robin had, but he makes up for it in his just pure rage and ferocity. And Batman thought he could kind of channel that anger into something positive, but Jason was uh, not receptive to that at all. So they clumsily clashed heads with each other. And then later on, uh, Jason finds out that his mom was not his actual mom, and that his real mom is named uh, Talia Ghul. <laughs> Sheila. 
Sheila? Yeah. I guess I forgot to write down her last name. But she like lives in Ethiopia and she like works for some some charity thing or something. I don't know. Alright. So like he tracks her down, he finds her, and then he finds out from Batman that it was Two Face that actually murdered his father and that Batman knew about it. And that kind of like splits them apart and he runs away from home. And then he tracks down his mom and his mom's like, come here to Ethiopia with me and we can like be a family. And it turns out to be a trap because the Joker was blackmailing him, blackmailing her to get to Jason so that way he could kill Robin to get to Batman. What a piece of shit. I know, right? So then the Joker lures him there to a warehouse. He beats him half to death with a crowbar and then blows up the building before Batman can get there. And then later on, he's brought back to life with the Lazarus Pit thanks to Talion Ghoul, and he trained with her and Raza Ghoul. And the Lazarus Pit that he was brought back to life in... No, no. He was brought back to life because of Superboy. He does some weird things, some multi-dimensional thing. Uh-huh. And it brings him back to life, but he's like already half dead still. And then the Lazarus just like brings him fully back to life and like heals all his wounds. So he's still just a zombie. Yeah, he like comes back to life and he's like beaten half to death with the crowbar still. And they think that the Lazarus, since Ra's al Ghul was like in the same pit that he was like bathing in with him, and that like yeah. all his rage and like insanity kind of infected his mind and like amplified his his hate and anger and stuff and made him into the Red Hood. I would be upset if uh, I had to bathe with him too. Yeah, no, right. sick freak. So then later on, he confronts Batman as the Red Hood, and he's like, "You let the Joker fucking kill me." And Batman's like, I admit that that was my greatest failure, but I still want to kill the Joker. And Red Hood's like, fuck yeah. you. And like, yeah, that's it. I, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just a better character. Yeah, we've all seen Batman. Yeah. Finally, Is Tim Drake next? Yeah. The last one, Tim Drake. Timothy Drake. I like Tim Drake. First appears in Batman uh, 436 in 1989. And he was actually a young toddler who attended the very show that Dick Grayson's own parents were murdered at. And before the show, his parents, like, got a, like, uh, behind the scenes, like, they got to talk to the, the Flying Graysons, and Dick, like, sees the young... Tim Drake and he like gives him a high five. He's like, "Oh, you're a cool guy. We're gonna dedicate the show to you." Nice. And uh, at nine years old, later on in the future, Tim sees footage of Batman and Robin fighting the Penguin, and he sees Robin do a quadruple somersault, which there's only like a select few people in the world that can do it. Uh-huh. And Robin and Tim, Dick Grayson are obviously one of the few people that can. So he figures out. Mm-hmm. And then he learns of his ties to Bruce Wayne, and then he figures out Batman and Robin, Bruce Wayne, and Dick Grayson. And then he confronts Batman about that because after Jason Todd dies, he notices that Batman has like a psychotic change and he like just stops holding back and just lets loose some of those. 
So during the time that Dick was away from the Teen Titans, he helps him solve a case at the Haley Circus, and he begs Dick to return to Batman to be his Robin again. And that was a period before he becomes Nightwing, and Nightwing's like, ah, no, I'm fucking done with <laughs> So after he refuses to go and help him, Jason, I mean, uh, Tim Drake goes to help Batman out on one of the cases, and uh, Oh, yeah. And I guess he, like, inspires uh, he inspires Nightwing to help him out at least one last time. And then the both of them get captured and it's up to Tim with the help of Alfred to save them. He, Alfred gives him one of the old costumes and he goes in and he's like, you need another Robin by your side. Otherwise, you can't do this job. Very nice. Yeah. And he makes up for his like lack of fighting skills and acrobatic talent by being the smartest Robin out of all of them. And he tells Batman, like, someday I'm going to like be a part of the Justice League. And Batman's like, no, you're going to leave the Justice League. Nice. Yeah. And then later on, he becomes Red Robin and becomes kind of a dick, I guess. And there's been all sorts of different changes to his character as they renew the continuity, I guess. Yeah. Gay or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's next? Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, okay. So after the death of Batman, Tim goes to Dick and he's like, let me be your Robin, because obviously you're going to be Batman. And, T- and Dick at that point is like, I'm not going to be Batman. Like, there's no fucking way. But he ends up being Batman, but he's of like, I want Damien to be my Robin, because I see you as like more as an animal, not as a sidekick. Ooh. And he took that personally for whatever reason. And he travels the world, convinced that Bruce Wayne is still alive, and he figures out that he's, tra- he's trapped in time. Interesting. And uh, yeah, he opted out during the Black Lantern crisis. Also. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now I have the distinguished honor of going over one of my favorite Robins. And one of my least favorite Robins. <laughs> wow. Uh, Carrie Kelly. Your least favorite Robin? Wow. No, Carrie Kelly is one of my favorite Robins. Um, she. <laughs> I wonder why. Right? Uh, she, yeah, no, she's 13. Thank oh, you. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Carrie Kelly, 13 year old school girl. Uh, she's from Earth 31. Uh, she was attacked by muggers one night. Batman saved her and it kind of inspired her. She's like, yeah, dude, I want to fucking what? murder some motherfuckers too. <laughs> murder um, one of the major differences between Carrie and Todd and uh, and Grayson is that she actually has her parents. Oh yeah. They are not the greatest parents. They're very neglectful. They they focus a lot on uh, hippie shit. No. You know they they they. They're, 
oh man, we marched and none of that mattered, bro. <laughs> and, uh, well, she's not like that. Where her parents just hope that something changes so the world can be safe, she's actively going out there and making the world safe. Okay, yeah. That's something that, that's what I like. She she sought out Batman. Uh-huh. Batman was like, oh, an orphan. Uh, you know, <laughs> he grabbed his cat. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Soma. Um, but yeah, like I said, she uh, she was there for Batman, and uh, he uh, he was really impressed with her with all her everything she did. She was athletic, acrobatic. She was smart. She just did everything Batman said to do, and she did it well. Um, also, let's see here. Literally most obedient Robin, probably. Yeah. Uh, Terry Kelly was tutoring Damian Wayne before he was murdered by the heretic. Oh, that's some Earth 31 shit, bro. Need to figure out what happened there. Yeah, it says she's talented in acrobatics and can fight effectively in hand to hand combat. She is also skilled in first aid. As she has seen splinting the arm of Batman broke after fighting the mutant gang leader. Uh, let's see here. It also says that she was uh, Cat Girl and then Batwoman. But yeah. Uh, and then Damian Wayne. Well, what's there to say about Damian? He's the love child of uh, Bruce Wayne and Talia Al Ghul. Uh, he didn't know that he existed. He was being trained to lead the League of Shadows by his grandfather, Roz or Rayshon, whatever the fuck this asshole's oh, yeah, name is. Yeah. And uh, basically, his grandpa dies, and his mom's like, hey, long time no see. This is your kid. I gots to go. <laughs> oh, and uh, it's basically a lot of their relationship, Bruce and the dame, is just constantly butting heads. Because I guess that at the end of the day, they both want the same thing, but they're going about it in drastically different ways. Right. Where Damien just wants to murder motherfuckers. <laughs> Batman's like, whoa, let's beat the shit out of him. Right. And then whatever happens, happens. But we're not going to kill him. <laughs> but uh, there's also tension between Damien and, and Dick. Yeah. They are very competitive. That's true. But uh, ultimately, he is a good Robin, I guess, but I just hate his attitude. It takes a long time for him to, like, level out a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> But all right, let's rank these fucking cops. All right, let's hear your rankings. Dick. Right. Carrie. And then everybody's. No, I would say Dick, Carrie. Uh, Todd, Tim, and Damien. I'd say Dick Reese and number one. Tim Drake is my second favorite for sure. Then Damien. And then Carrie Kelly. And then last, Jason. Jason last? Yeah. Oh, never mind. We're talking about Robins. We're not yeah. talking about characters afterwards. Exactly. Gotcha. I put Carrie like closer to the bottom because like she as far as I knew, she only had like the story of the Frank Miller 
yeah. universe Batman. And then Jason's Robin was obviously the shittiest one. Dick Grayson was always born to be a Robin, and then a Nightwing, whatever. And Tim Drake has always been one of my favorites. Carrie appears in Teen Titans Go episode, The Best Robin, where she is among the, among the group to compete. <laughs> oh, I just you know. But yeah. Um, I just think that Dick was like, even though he was the first, he set the bar super high. Yeah, he did. And not only did he, was he, in my opinion, the best Robin, he went on to become, I feel like, the best post Robin superhero. Because, yeah. I mean, the Red Hood is an anti hero. And I don't, I don't know, like Tim Drake with Red Robin, I just, like, shit just doesn't really interest me. Okay. And I, and I, he's probably a really great character, uh, but I just don't get it. Also, <laughs> Nightwing's costumes have always been sick as fuck. Fuck, yes. I, Carrie Kelly, she's just, like I said, to me, she's like, super proactive. She's like, shit happened, she saw something. She was inspired. She went out and bought the Robin costume and then sought out Batman. And Batman was just so impressed with everything she did. He was like, all right, you'll be my new Robin. That's true. Whereas everything was like, hey, you're an orphan. Come live with me. I got stuff for you to do. Not gay stuff. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) And you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess thinking that way, I, I would bump Tim down. Uh, yeah, I think I'd put Damien second and Carrie third, honestly. I've definitely seen more of their, like, liked more of their stuff. Also, I just feel like Damien is just, I... I know this is like a comic book world and everything, and yeah. I know his grandparent, like his bloodline is very strong. I just feel for like a kid, he's just too powerful. Too powerful? Too powerful. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense. It's just like. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was getting Lazarus passes when he was growing up. Yeah. I mean, they trained him like he was going to die every day for his entire life, so that probably added to the whole becoming the strongest. Plus, if your dad is Batman, that sets the bar super fucking high. Yeah, it does. Anyway. <sighs> but. Who do you. Oh, I was like, who's your favorite on screen portrayal? But it's just, there's only like, there's two on screen portrayals. And they both weren't great, in my opinion. Because uh, I recently was watching the two Bat, like oh, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And just watching Chris O'Donnell be Dick Grayson was just, as the kids are saying these days, cringe. I know, right? And then in what The Dark Knight Rises, like they accuse that dude is Robin, but he's not Robin, but he says his middle name is Robin. Oh yeah, that's right. I was like. This is fucking stupid. It's like, I mean, I guess we we don't get it, but in BBS, you see one of the Robins' costume 
Jason Todd's now. That made me mad too, because like that's obviously Jason Todd. Where the fuck is Dick Grayson? How come he wasn't there? Like, I'll be here with you. He's like, I know you will. When I think of like perfect portrayal of Robin, I think of the Young Justice show and Teen Titans, obviously. It's like it shows Robin always had like the capability to like be a hero on his own, but he takes the extra pressure of running a group of teenage heroes on his own without any other adult supervision. And fucking fights Deathstroke as like his main villain. That's gotta be terrifying. Yeah. Come on. I like Teen Titans Go. I watched a few episodes of just the regular Teen Titans show. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but it wasn't like for me. Really? I love Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is hilarious. Teen Titans regular. Like my brother was telling me about it. I think there's an episode with Tara. It's super sad. Oh yeah. I think was, she like sacrifices herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was Beast Boy's first love, that's why yeah. I was there. Come on, Cat. Give me a break. <sighs> but yeah, who would you like to see play Robin? Uh, I don't know anyone young enough anymore. Like, it used to be like, I thought Logan Learman or like that uh, weird kid that played the Jeffrey Dahmer guy. Well, back when he was a kid, still. Yeah. Or the kick-ass guy, the Luke Evans or something, I think. I think he'd be a good night. Yeah. I don't know any, like, younger people that could play Robin now, but I would love to see a night we for sure. I think if Tom Holland had played Spider-Man, I think he would have been a good Robin. I know. He's just like... God damn it. He's a good actor. He is such a good actor. You know what? Also, it crossed my mind. I didn't tell you this other one. Seeing Brie Larson in the Fast X trailer oh my God. didn't piss me off as much as just seeing Brie Larson. <laughs> in general? In general. I was like, I could see her fitting in this world. She does not. She stands out like so hard. It's like they're all trying so fucking hard. Uh-huh. And it's like they're... It's like half of them don't even want to be in the same room together. Like you could tell from like how they split them up, who's cool with whom now. I guess, and you're like, yes. Mm. It's just a, it's a shit fucking shit show. Uh, you know what? It's funny. Like everything around that's not been Diesel almost, or like. Everyone that's in the old crew, they all are just like these bland, boring characters compared to like John Cena is like the star of the fucking movie. Like, I would love to see a movie of Fast and Furious which is John Cena. It was like watching Peacemaker, but he's in Fast and Furious. He's hilarious. Everyone said that Jason Momoa stand up stood out. Yeah, he does. He stands up too. He's, he's just like having a good time and he's like the Joker of the Fast and Furious world now and like. He really makes the movie, but like the story is so bad that it's like you're you're just annoying all the time. Alright. It's like one of those AI written stories almost. <laughs> it literally it feels like 
an AI-generated story of they're like, all right, this is what we're going with. I am Roots. Yeah. I am Roots. It was fucking bad. Like I said, like, Vin Diesel is like a literal superhero. There was a point where he, like, bends down and he wraps his arm around his son or something, and I thought he was going to fucking fly in the air. <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? Yeah, I told you. I was like, I was just... After that ninth movie, just the trailer, just like, <laughs> oh, this guy is Dom's brother. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. And then, I don't, like, so I didn't watch the movie, but they were saying, like, just people are just coming back from the dead left. Yes! It's just like, why? Everybody but fucking Brian has come back from the dead right now. You're like, why Brian's really dead. They won't fucking give it to us. It's like, just say he's fucking dead. Like, they, they he's looking at pictures of him, and then yeah. that, that the sad theme comes on, like, the piano starts playing, and you're like, oh, Brian's dead. They're like, yeah, Brian's watching the kids. I'm here by myself at the barbecue. I'm here yeah. in his car. I'm whatever. Like, that, that's them, too. Like, oh, Brian's just, just Brian's dead. Just put a fake face on. I know, right? Just, just Luke Skywalker is ass already. <sighs> I don't know why they won't do it. Oh, uh, we gotta take a break real quick. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Thanks yeah. for uh, holding out. Uh, so, you got some comic book recommendations for the Nerdalorians? Yes. We got first up. Uh, mentioned it earlier, Death in the Family. Classic Batman story. It, it tells the tale of why Batman thinks he'll never have another Robin and what happened to Jason Todd and what put him on the path to becoming the Red Hood. And then there is Batman and Robin Born to Kill, which is the first appearance of Damian Wayne. We get to introduce Batman to Batman Jr. Like <laughs> Chaos and Sewers. It's like, it's almost like like cartoony, like the whole Benny Hill thing starts playing where like Robin's running around trying to chop people with a sword, and Batman's uh -huh. like blocking him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, And then we have the new Teen Titans, Judas Contract. And that one is like a super famous Teen Titans story. It's been retold dozens of times, I've heard, and it's like the first time that uh, Dick unveils his Nightwing persona, I believe, Whoa, and what? he's got to save the Teen Titans from Deathstroke, and it's like a super intense story. Sounds legit. Uh, Batman Battle for the Cow, that's after the death of Batman and all the Rollins are trying to prove why they should be the new Batman and what they would do differently that Bruce did didn't or did do, mm -hmm. why they would be better or worse. Uh, then we have Robin Year One, which follows Robin's year, first year on the job, and like what the emotional and physical tolls of being a nine-year-old hero are. Uh, Nightwing Leaping into the Lights, I've been reading that one recently. It's about Nightwing returning to Bloodhaven and trying to clean up the streets and take down this new supervillain named Heartless who's ripping the hearts out of homeless people and doing God knows what with them. I'd say let him do it. Clean up the streets. I know, right? Uh, 
Batman The Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller story where we get to meet Carrie Kelly and see her journey as Robin. Yeah. Robin War, which is a bunch of Robin stories from Red Wing, I mean, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Teen Titans, Danny Wayne, uh, Nightwing, and uh, I think. Red Robin and that. Red Robin. And yeah. then there's like some other uh, some other kid becomes Robin also. I think his name's like Duke or something. Yeah, it's weird. Duke and Thomas. then Robin's being Robin. I haven't read this one yet, but it's all the Robins coming together and they like reminisce about like their life choices and what brought them to the point of their lives that they are now. And there's some other person claiming to be the first original Robin, and she feels that she is the only one that's, like, suited to be Batman's sidekick, and they're all brought to the job. So they gotta figure out who she is and why why she has such a grudge against her, I guess. Be nice. cool about it. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, list. Some Robin stories for you to read. Uh, I'm gonna post this on the Instagram if you guys even listen to this episode. Now. But it's just, it's that meme. It's that cartoon. I said she was that burglar at the end of a, a dead end alley, and it says, "Who's there?" Uh-huh. You see Batman is like, "I am an avenging spirit, a dark guardian. I am fear." And then Robin comes in, and I'm a Robin. Tweet, and Batman says, "A Robin of terror." Oh <laughs> I saw that and I was like, that's so perfect. That is perfect. All right. Quick question. Yes. So, we don't know which way Superman Legacy is going to go. Right. Don't know anything about it other than James Gunn is still writing it. Yes. Other than he got a first draft out of it. Yeah. Before the writer's draft. Who would you like to see? As villains, he has such a large array of villains. That is true. Three, give me three. Well, definitely Brainiac. We've never really seen like a live action Brainiac before. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Metallo would be cool. I don't know. Is that from Superman Five? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Uh, All I'm seeing is what we've already seen, like Dark Side. I, I've always said I want to see fucking Vandal Savage. Especially if you're trying to build out an even more fleshed out DC universe. I just want to see like more DC villain movies, honestly. Yeah. Like, clearly he's good at writing Suicide Squad. Like, I want to see full on just bad guys being bad guys. The Legion of Doom. I agree. What do you want to see? Again. Okay, Lex Luthor, uh-huh. first off, maybe like a first movie kind of thing. Okay. Metallo, yes. I, everything you said is exactly what I was thinking. Fucking Metallo is the second villain. Yeah. You know, Lex Luthor was like, hey guy, I got this, uh, I got this thing back here. You want to try it out? <laughs> sure. And then he's like, oh, I'm a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think as maybe like a justice thing sort of thing would be a brainiac yeah because i mean 
yes, Superman's taken down by himself, but I feel like Brainiac is a huge event because um, he's he's destroyed worlds. Why would you know? Why would it take every superhero that the Earth has to stop him? No, but at first, like he has that that fucking bond with Kal El. Like, hey, I know all about Krypton, bro. Fucking, I up. got the Bottle City of Kandor right here. <laughs> So in my head, that would be like a, a good one, two, three sort of thing. Okay. Because like it, it levels up because you're like, ah, Lex Luthor. And then you're like, shit, Metallo. And you're like, holy fuck, Brainiac. True. I mean, I guess I could see like Parasite being an interesting villain to have. And uh, there's like some atomic guy, I feel like. Atomic Skull or something, yeah. yeah. Bizarro Superman. Bizarro Superman would be dope. Weird. A whole Bizarro movie, like its own multiverse of madness kind of deal. That would be awesome. I would love to see just like Superman just taking off into space and just having space adventures. That's Great Lantern's turn, bro. I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, when he was younger, he, he had that. What? When he was younger, he's like part of his own, like sort of teenage Justice League sort of deal. They like take care of space crimes, I guess you could say. <laughs> space problems. Oh, yeah, that's that's where I would like to go. Yeah. I feel like, okay. Oh, yeah. I think Randall Savage would be just a bit Justice League, Justice League sort of thing, too. Wow. I mean, he could pop up like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm here in the background. I've been around for a long fucking time. A long ass time. Too long. <laughs> I like how their hideouts in the swamp. <laughs> I know, right? What the fuck? <laughs> like, why would you, like, I'd be like, I know we're bad guys, but, like, I have, I can't even park my car near, near my work. <laughs> I had to park in the city and then get a taxi. I gotta get a fan boat out here and hope I don't get killed by Killer Croc. Exactly. Like, it's just such a headache. Randall, could you... Do you want to be part of the group or not? I mean, I guess. I mean, I do, man. Fuck, bro. I know. I just think that'd be so funny. Like, Killer Croc, I got no problem. I know you don't have a problem, bro. That's your house right out there. I live in Gotham, man. Look, okay. (laughs) I gotta fucking fly from Metropolis in this multi-million dollar spy plane I have. But Randall's like, I told you, you can live here. You have your own bedroom. Like, dude, I get it, but I don't want to live here. I don't want to work where I live. Listen, if you want out of the group, you can be <laughs> I want to be in the group. He's like, Bane, uh, I don't believe I got your dues check. He's like, uh, I'm good for it, I swear. Yes, it's back down in whatever Mexican country I'm from. You take pesos? <laughs> <laughs> No, for the last time we don't take pesos. Uh, Gina's like, listen, I like being part of the group too, but the humidity is not doing anything for my hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, guys, listen, we just need to be somewhere menacing. This is menacing. Like, I get it, Randall, but you're like a billionaire and we're living in a swap. I just, I just don't. I just want you to understand that this isn't as cool Ideal as you work think conditions. it is. Yeah, like, fan boats haven't even been working for the past week. I'm out of deodorant, man. 
this is a bad situation. Listen, listen. And then he just leaves. <laughs> I give up on you, people. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be pretty funny. Just arguing, like, oh my god, guys. She fucks people. They have, like, office cell bites. He's like, yeah, I put my chicken in the freezer so no one would touch it. And of course, fuck it, cheat out, took it out, and eat it. Ate it. I just wants to lie to my face and tell me that she did. I know we're bad guys, but how about common courtesy of the word? <laughs> Man. Who's that? <laughs> just slam his head off of that? Uh, yes. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, in terms of Superman, are you wanting another Justice League movie right away? Are you cool with just like Superman solo movies again? I don't want Superman solo movies. I feel like they should have definitely. <sighs> I think. And they should just let Zack Snyder do what Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder was doing. Right. They just let this whole MCU thing, like, freak him out. Yeah. Because I mean, even right now, people are still like, we're still Snyder versus Snyder versus again or so. Right. We got what we got. You know, grateful. We could have easily not got it. True. But no, I'm fine with it just being like this Superman, Superman in about. Like, maybe his trilogy ends, but he's still wrapped up in everything else. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, Iron Man. Like, his trilogy wrapped up, but he's just still hanging around. So, the only thing that I'm really... What I dislike a lot is... I guess it's like a half-ass reboot of the whole universe. Like, keeping the stuff that works and throwing away the stuff that doesn't work. Which means, like, I don't... I don't want another Batman. Wow. You know, it's like the whole process of okay, fine. Like, I'm not happy about another Superman. I'm not happy about another Batman. I think that's just really what's weighing me down the more I think about it. But also, I'm like, you're probably not going to give a fuck once the movie comes out. Like, ah, oh, fucking Batman! <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah, it's where I'm at. What do you think of this new Supergirl in the Flash movie. It's just kind of just me. Yeah, it's whatever to me. I mean, I think it's just with everything else. Like, that story in particular, it's like it wasn't supposed to be a Supergirl. It's supposed to be a weak ass Superman, right? But it's like she had to be a woman of color and she had to just be a woman in general. But at the same time, I'm like, even though I don't agree with it, I don't like it. I think just knowing that Batman's gonna be in it, okay. both Batman are gonna be oh, in it. Yeah, because I like Ben Affleck's Batman, but I definitely like Michael Keaton's Batman. Seriously. Movies. So I mean that alone is just super good for me. And also having General Zod back, fucking love yeah, General Zod, dude. Did an insanely good job as an insane character. Yeah. What's his name? Michael something. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. Man of Steel cast. Looking it up. Here we go. Man of Steel has a cast of more than 60 actors. Here are the first three. Henry Cavill, Diane Lane, and Russell Crowe. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. That's right. And also that, that 
his lieutenant or whatever. That female one. Oh, yeah. She's, dude, she's getting shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's just where I'm at. I mean, I have faith in James Gunn. I'm a little shaky right now, though, because Adam Warlock was kind of a stupid ass character. Uh, that's the only thing that bothers me. Other than that, I'm good. Hasoma. Hasoma. So big. I guess he was like, I want a character that's like physically strong and capable enough of murdering every single one of them with that like batting an eyelash sort of deal. That's why I use them that way, possibly. Yes. So he definitely left no loose ends. Like everyone's story's done. Like they just kept doing what they do. Being the best criminals around. No, being the best guardians around. Yeah. No, it was a good movie. I liked it. But yeah, so. That's all That's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm excited to see another fucking Spider Man. I cannot wait! I want to see a new Transformers movie. Oh, yeah. Nice the beast. Yes. Uh, the only thing I have to recommend is. Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates. Okay. Love that guy. Let me tell you something. Okay. <laughs> I know that I'm not like how it says. I like action and adventure my whole life. I always thought that it would be cool to like go to the Amazon and explore, do all that stuff that Indiana Jones did. You know what I mean? Just being a badass archaeologist going out there and just finding shit having people double cross you and you just try to get out of the shit. That's a journey. I mean, Josh Gates doesn't go through that, uh-huh. but he's he goes out in the world and like does crazy shit to either sometimes not find anything or 100% find something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's To me, it's amazing. And his show is amazing. And he has other shows too, and all of them are good. This is Expedition Unknown, Destination, Destination Truth. Truth. Yeah. Fucking Destination Truth, dude. Oh my god. That one I feel is the best. Because yeah. it's not just exploring shit, it's also dealing with like myths, legends, curses. He's just like, we got to get to the bottom of this. It's amazing. That's true. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. All right. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been working. <laughs> yep. Uh, kids will be out of school soon if they're not already out of school. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's going to be a good summer. We're going to be at the movies a lot. I know. We got fucking Transformers, Spider Man. There's others. The Blackening. The Blackening. We're definitely going to watch that. Blue Beetle. I'm definitely excited about that one. I'm not. No? I was until I saw George Lopez in there. I, yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where I was like, oh, I couldn't think of another famous Mexican American actor. There's so many Mexicans out there. They could literally (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like, I don't know. He's just such a piece of shit. I can't stand him. And then it's like, I don't know. I'm not even going to say it, but I will see that movie. I'm just not looking forward to it. Us. We're all good things, not the main characters now. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? 
Wow, racist. A little bit. Ford <laughs> uh, right, Nerd Lorian, thank you for joining us. And if you like what you heard, uh, please like, share, and subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Yes, please. Uh, but thank you, and uh, see you the fuck later. Bye.